Hi, it's Vinette. I'm going to just talk a bit about myself and um, what I am about. Um, first of all, I am of Afro-Caribbean descent. I am married to Joey Hollingworth. Um, it's my second marriage and I have two grown children from my previous marriage who are now 28 and 30. Um, it's been quite a journey for me um, coming to this point where I am talking about myself or introducing my voice to the world. Um, as I said, I'm of Afro-Caribbean descent. Um, I have, I'm not a one-dimensional person. So, first of all, I'm going to talk about my passions. Um, and before I continue, I'd like to just to say that I've got a granddaughter who's nearly two um, from my son, and um, very happy and proud of her. She shares my birthday month um, along with her. Uh, granddad as well shares the same month of October um, I've spent a lot of my time moving around in my childhood so I'm one person that um, because of the, the moving around I've hated change but um, in my later years my older years my mature years I have learnt or I am learning to embrace change and sometimes change can be the hardest thing for us to embrace. Um, for me it's been a time of growth. Um, getting over the heartache of a failed marriage is not the easiest thing to get through but in it through it all I have learnt to be very grateful. I haven't been able to do it on my own, that's with my faith, my faith in God, my Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. Um, he is at the centre of everything that I do, um, the core of my being, and without him I would be nothing, without him I would not be who I am today. Um, yes, my parents were devout Christians, but I've had to learn about that journey myself and have a one-on-one -on -one with God to realize who I am, what my purpose is. So um, coming on to me as a person, I was born in the Midlands. I moved from the Midlands, Birmingham to um, Leicester, where my dad pastored a church. Um, I was very, very happy in Leicester and enjoyed my childhood there. Um, and there, but there was a time when my dad requested a move um, through the church, and that move meant we moved to Ipswich. I remember that time being quite a strange time for me because I remember being told to clean my dolly's face, and the next thing we were in a removal van traveling to somewhere somewhere i don't remember a conversation um, between my parents and us um, 
but we were just children so I didn't feel an involvement in that it's like this is what's happening we're moving to Ipswich so it took me a time to settle I remember feeling very very unsettled um, the unknown um, meeting new people resettling into school again and I just remembered oh what's happened you know it's a bit of a shock for us and the adjust the adjustment um, affected how I felt about me how I felt about change how I dealt with change and it felt, gave me this feeling of um, not being in control and I hated that feeling of not being in control and I think it coloured my judgments in so many areas of my life um, later on um, yes I did get married um, I had two children gorgeous children boy and a girl son and a daughter and I loved them with all my heart and as I said I'm my grandmother as well but I've been through so many different things and experiences um, so we moved to Ipswich um, I remember finding it difficult to fit in and um, something I'll share with you in a later podcast about a word that I got about not being able to fit in even if I tried but I fought to fit in but I always felt odd and alone if you like in a crowd I grew up um, amongst four brothers and always felt alone even with the noise of a family unit of four brothers and I did actually long for a sister and that is another um, experience that I would like to share as well because let's talk about it now I should think Um, I remember feeling that feeling of loneliness and I remember at the age of 13, 14 reaching out to God and saying Lord give me a sister I became aware um, at a younger age that I did have siblings in Jamaica um, but we didn't grow up with them so it didn't feel as if I had a kindred spirit if you like another female um, bond that I could make as a sibling I was surrounded by these boys (laughs) I loved them but they were boys and I wanted a sister And I remember asking God to give me a sister. So I'll tell you the scenario, and it's all right, because mom knows now. (laughs) Um, What happened is uh, my mom, one afternoon, um, gave me a brown envelope and told me to put it in the back of the wardrobe. And I thought, what is in this envelope that mom would ask me to put in the back of her wardrobe? It wasn't sealed it just was had a flap to it so I with my nosy self curious self let's put it nicely (laughs) nosy then um opened the envelope and with hindsight I believe that I had to be the one that opened that envelope and the fact that it wasn't sealed so I didn't do anything wrong per se but it was my answer to prayer because in that envelope was a confirmation of a pregnancy and I just said thank you Jesus thank you Jesus you know that childlike faith that's why he says you know we got to become like children you know to enter into the kingdom 
but that day was a turning point for me because even though there was no um, confirmation of the sex of the baby because this was just the confirmation of the pregnancy itself I believed that this was an answer to my prayer and uh, even now I go back to this that time and um, look at how I believed even though I didn't see so that is real faith I believed there and then that God had answered my prayer and um, there came a time when my mom gathered all the children together with some news uh, I already knew what the news was and I'd actually um, spoken to one of my brothers who I thought I could trust and I knew I could trust because he didn't let me down I said look I've got some news for you mom's gonna have a baby but don't say anything and he kept his mouth shut he was brilliant and um, ah, there came a time when we all sort of gathered around her and she told us that I'm going to have a baby and I said I knew it and she said how did you know and I admitted but I said I've told Morris but he never said anything she said you see you <laughs> you know but she wasn't angry and then for nine solid months, I would bark at my brothers, if you like, and bite their head off. I wasn't a rowdy person, but I'd actually bit their head off if they said, you know, they, there was a time when one of my brothers said, um, oh, if it's a boy, we'll teach it to play football. And I said, it's not a boy, it's a girl. And I was so adamant. And lo and behold, on August the 10th, 1976, my mum gave birth to a baby girl and um, we talked about names and the first name she chose was Sarah and then um, there was a time when they were going to say Elizabeth but I said no it didn't, we didn't like Elizabeth it sounded too old <laughs> but um, in the end her initials were S-E-N-T so it's spelt sent Sarah Elizabeth Naomi um, I'm sure she won't mind me saying her name out in this podcast but um, her initial ending in T so it's Sarah Elaine Naomi and it's spelt the whole name spelt sent and to me to this very day there was no fluke or an accident in um, the naming of my sister so there and then I knew that God had answered my prayers and he'd sent me a sister. Uh, yes, I have two older sisters, but the bond that I should have had growing up with them, because they're in a different country, totally, God gave me a sister that I could have and cherish to this day. And she is beautiful, she's talented, she's creative in so many ways. And I love her to bits. So that is one part of my podcast, introducing me. And growing up, like I said, I, I felt lonely. I had a strong, strong sense of duty. Um, I was scared to put a foot wrong. Um, so there was some timidness, there was some shyness. But um, in this journey to womanhood, motherhood and being a wife second time now um, I feel I have really really grown and um, it's a journey that is still continuing and um, one that I will never forget so 
coming on to the fact as a child now so I had my sister when I was well my sister was born when I was at the age of 14 but then I remember being quite a deep deep meditative person um, and I remember reading the book of Joel and um, asking God where do I fit in and I, I, heard, I read about the dreams and the visions and the fact of pour out his spirit I wanted to see I wanted a vision of who and, and what I'm meant to be what was my purpose so again at the age of 15 I asked God show me and lo and behold I saw a small screen the size of a laptop screen appear before me I was awake and sitting in my bedroom my little tiny box room as the only girl I had that privilege at the time um, um, because my sister was still sharing with my my mum and dad that she's still small but I had this room and I remember praying I remember praying I said God show me what my purpose is what am I meant to be what what do you want me to do and I remember the screen came down I saw a scene of a playground the bottom half of children in the playground just their legs remember a girl in red tights that's always sticks out to me running around and I heard in my spirit children I heard the words children everywhere need you in a still small voice children everywhere need you and as quick as those words were said the scene disappeared and I remember my heart was racing and I thought oh my days what just happened it was vivid I heard the noise of the children and he showed me so be careful what you ask for and if you ask with that innocent pure heart God is going to show you and even as I re retell and recall this story this event in my life it's actually speaking volumes it's speaking life into my present time ask and you shall receive seek and you shall find knock and the door shall be opened unto you so it just says also seek ye first the kingdom of god and all his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you so I got my first glimpse of who I was meant to be, what I was meant to be about. But um, things never really came to fruition until a few years later. I was always eager to please, always wanting to be obedient. And I remember at the age of 19 now, fast forward, 19, um, I remember my pastor at the time, um, come towards me and present a scenario to me. He said, "I want you to be a Sunday school teacher." And I thought, "Oh, my heart jumped." I was still tired. I was still shy. I was still timid, and I um, didn't think I could do it. I didn't have any belief in myself. But he saw something in me um, that would fit this role. So I was encouraged by the fact that he believed in me and he had faith in me. And so I ventured into this arena of being a Sunday school teacher. And um, I remember 
thinking oh this is the answer this is the this is the vision being fulfilled but it there was more to come um and i remember coming alive and feeling alive um whenever i taught the sunday school the the, the children lapped up everything that we did and they made me they found i found in myself a creativity um and just wanting to pour into those children's lives and um, I remember in a national convention, an annual church convention, I remember walking into one of the meetings and being accosted by the superintendent of our Sunday school at the time. Um, he said, where have you been? Where have you been? Um, I had to collect your award. I said, what award? And it turns out that my pastor at the time, um, um, Bishop Simmons, God rest him, um, had um, decided to honour with me with the accolade of Sunday School Teacher of the Year and I wasn't there to collect it. But I was so, so shy that I was kind of relieved because there was a big crowd and disappointed a little bit but I was because I was still so shy, I didn't want the fuss and the fun or the... Um, the fanfare, not the fun, the fanfare of receiving an accolade. But I was so, so pleased with that. So, so very pleased. And I felt honoured. And I also, I just thought that was the fulfilment. But more, more was to come. And uh, I'll tell you more about that in the next podcast. But I hope that this has been insightful. It's been helpful to you guys understanding what you're meant to be or who you're meant to be and the the best thing to do is ask him and he will show you so god bless until the next time take care for now